I'm Steve Service, and this is the Art of Fitness. Hey everybody, welcome to the Art of Fitness. I'm Steve Service, and today I'm answering your questions. This is the first time I'm going to be treating this podcast like this, where I'm treating this as a means to communicate with the people who have joined the online community of uh, the Art of Fitness Home Gym, Services Home Gym, my home gym. Um, this is a subscription service where people are paying $15.99 a month. It's very cheap. And on the day they get, Monday through Friday, they get a workout of the day, a programmed workout. They get um, instruction on how to properly set up and execute that workout. And they get daily equipment modifications, depending on what they have at home, depending on what they have at their gym. If they choose to take these videos to their gym on their smart device or their laptop, or if they're on the road, if they're going from living in hotel to hotel room, um, whether they're a businessman or they're traveling with a, a tour, which, um, you know, I, I, I have a couple of those people, uh, artists, uh, they could take me with them anywhere they want to go and, um, and get daily programmed uh, workouts with goal-oriented programming, focused programming, um, daily instruction, daily equipment modifications, depending on what they may or may not have at that particular time on that particular day. But I've opened it up to them to constantly ask me questions um, because I put out these workouts daily. Um, we're building a nice little community right now, and I'm getting some good questions, which is helping me. So I'm answering them right now. Question number one, Steve, if I feel as though the day's workout um, is something that I can go beyond, should I do more? Well, you could. You always can. Look, I'm, I'm starting off with a three-week workup, which is going to bring me to my next question. Got a lot of smart folks out there. A three-week workup to get you ready for more intense, strenuous, um, more challenging work. So right now, for some of you, this may feel a little elementary. However, what I want you to know is that these are, this is a structured program. It's not just me waking up on the day saying, huh, what can I have these guys do today? It's a structured program. So if you're feeling as though today was a little less intense than yesterday, keep in mind that there's always tomorrow. And if you have a less intense day, that may be because I'm building in some active recovery because tomorrow might be a real ass kicker, all right? So if you feel as though the workout didn't challenge you at all, there are some ways that you can add intensity. I'll give you three right now. The first one is you can take less time in between working intervals. You could decrease rest time. That's one. Two is you can increase the amount of repetitions. All right, so say I give you five sets of 12 repetitions on any given movement, and that doesn't feel like enough, you can increase repetitions. And a third one, nice easy way to add intensity, is you can increase load. So if I'm giving you, say, a load 
do five sets of 12 repetitions at a load that you can do 15 to 20 at, and that doesn't feel challenging to you, then choose a heavier load and do those five sets of 12 repetitions, okay? If you don't have load, and this is feeling easy for you, and you're doing my equipment modifications based on what you may have around the house, which I give every day, you may want to invest in a set of heavier dumbbells that you could buy at any Walmart or any Target or anywhere on Amazon and have them delivered to your house. If you feel as though you can increase weight, they have these great um, dumbbells out there. I'm not going to give any any kind of uh, product placement, but you could find these. They are dumbbells where you can set the weight right on the bell. So instead of having 20 dumbbells in your living room, you could have a set of dumbbells, just two dumbbells, and you can increase or decrease the dial and have those dumbbells be five pounds or say 40 pounds. Those are out there. Okay. Um, but those are three easy ways and there's more and I'll give them to you later, but three easy ways to increase intensity on a workout. You can decrease time in between working intervals. You can increase the amount of repetitions or increase load. And there are several more. Okay. But those are three really easy ones that you could say, okay, well, I know that I'm capable of doing more today. I'm going to do this on this workout. All right. Now, what I don't think you should do is double up on workouts. If you're starting and I'm listing these from day one, and we're going to keep on listing these. So a year from now, we're going to be on day 365. Does that mean if you're just starting out, you need to start on day one? Absolutely not. You start on the day that you're, you're on. Um, I give scales every day and equipment modifications. So whether you're starting out on day one and you have a year into this, or whether you're starting out on day 365, where you are, I accommodate you. All right? So I don't think you should double up on workouts. I don't think you should pro try to play catch up with workouts. I think you should start where you are and you'll see how the program unfolds and how this is affecting you how you're going to get stronger, how you're going to increase your endurance, and how you're going to start to see a different shape in your body. Question two, Steve, what if I don't have multiple loads? Okay. Um, I just kind of answered that, but I'll answer this again. If you don't have multiple loads and you're feeling like the program is taking you from, from zero to one really quickly and from one to five really quickly. And all of a sudden the loads that you have don't feel like anything in your hands anymore. You should go and buy some more, or you should get some, some, um, dumbbells that, that you can adjust adjustable loads, uh, that range from five to, you know, 20, 40 pounds. They're all, they're out there. If that's not in the cards, if you're feeling like you really want to do this on a budget, best thing to do is increase the amount of repetitions. No matter what you're lifting, if it's, if it's just your body weight, you're going to reach a point where you're going to hit muscle fatigue and muscle failure, no matter what. All right. Will you get stronger? Well, if you've been watching the videos, you can increase absolute strength by building in speed to your repetitions. Will that make you a uh, internationally renowned power lifter? Absolutely not. You need loads. You need that resistance. You need heavier progressive loads to build up that kind of strength. But that's not to say 
that if you're starting out or if you're an average human being and you have limited resources in terms of weights that you can move against gravity, you can increase speed and force times distance divided by time, basic physics, is power. Well, power, if you look on the feedback loop, power leads to absolute strength. So you can get stronger by, incre- by decreasing the time it takes you to lift a lighter load from point A to point B. Yes, you can get stronger. Can you, you know, cap out at your God-given ability of your what, whatever your strength capacity is with zero loads? No, you can't. You can't do that. You need heavier loads in order to hit your strength capacity. And some people would argue that there is no such thing as your God-given strength capacity, that there is no such thing as a plateau, and you could always get stronger. You know, and I'll tell you what, the internet is a good resource to let you know that some people are, are proving those theories right with over a thousand pound deadlifts and 1200 pound squats. So, you know, do human beings have the capacity to get, to get superhuman strength? Yeah, they do. Do people have the capacity to get superhuman strength with a set of soup cans? No. But can you get stronger? Yeah. Can you get your strongest? No. I hope I answered that question. Uh, (laughs) This is a fun one. Steve, do you really work out in those work boots? You know what? I do. I do work out in these work boots. And why? Well, you know, I'm kind of a nut job in that I I figure if I'm training, I'm not training for sport anymore. I'm training for life. What do I have on my feet (laughs) the majority of time in my life? I have a set of size 10 Thoroughgoods that I, uh, um, thank you, Thoroughgood, by the way. Um, I have a set of size 10 Thoroughgoods that I just cannot live without. I actually have three pairs of these. I have one to work out in. I have a light color with a light colored sole that I like to wear to, um, to nicer occasions. And then I have a beautiful, deep, dark um tobacco color with, with a, with a dark sole that, um, that I'm just really digging on my every day. But if I'm wearing these things every day, what do I want to train in? I want to train in what I have on my feet all the time. So my body is prepared for things in life. I, I don't want to have, um, and I've done this, you know, when I was training for sport, you know, I don't want to have to switch my shoes three different times, depending on on what the event is. Um, I want my body to adapt to what I have on my feet in a nutshell. Do I suggest that for everybody? No, I don't. That's just me. But, um, but that's why I wear boots when I, when I train. And for the final question of the day today, Steve, um, let's, let's just pick one. Why do people do squats? Oh, why do people do squats? Well, I'll tell you this is that the squat along with the deadlift, ladies and gentlemen, is one of those beautiful movements where your entire body is turned on. It is not an isolatory movement for the legs. Your entire body turns on and works synergistically to get that load from point A to point B. All right? So I'll track it through with words. And I go through this on the videos um, every time we do squat. 
But getting a load on either your posterior chain on your shoulder, on your anterior chain for a front squat, or if you're locked out overhead for an overhead squat, you're doing an isometric contraction somewhere in the upper body. Your midline is responsible for making sure that your hip does not fold or close too far forward and doesn't open and have you lean back too far back. So you're working on those stability muscles. People call them core muscles. I call it a band of tension is always engaged to make sure that you don't fall forward or fall backward or kink from side to side. From there, when you initiate the movement, you want to think hips back, knees wide, and as you track down, the quadriceps are going to be a nice stabilizer muscle for the eccentric portion of the movement. And then you're going to go all the way down deep below parallel. And to get you yourself out of that bottom, what needs to turn on is your glute meds, your gluteus, and that's going to take you up out of the bottom. Then your hamstrings are going to take, you, take over to bring you to parallel. And then from parallel on up, the, the entire thigh is working in conjunction with one another. And for the top one-third of the movement, your quadricep is kicking on. That, coupled with the fact that if you have a firm grip on your bar, you're keeping that bar stable to yourself, your entire shoulder girdle is turned on. If you're in your front rack position for the front squat, your entire shoulder girdle is turned on, and especially the latissimus for a little extra stability. And if you're overhead, that entire shoulder girdle is turned on with, um, with extra special attention to the trapezius, making sure that the rotator cuff, those mobility muscles in the shoulder are nice and taken care of. That quadrupled with the fact that out of the bottom, you're getting nice dorsiflexion out of that ankle and your, your, your calves are engaged to make sure that you don't pitch forward. Your feet are planted and then you stand fully. Everything is erect. You hit that, that place of extension at the top and your entire body was beautifully and elegantly working synergistically to take this weight from top to bottom and from bottom to top. So why do people squat? Because it's really good for you. It's really good for the whole system. Okay. That's all the questions I'm going to answer for today. Keep those questions coming. If you're a member of the Art of Fitness Home Gym, thank you for joining. I hope that it's, um, it's proving a wise decision and share it up. And if you aren't a member of the home gym and this sounds intriguing to you, you could uh, figure out more, find out more at www.theartoffitnesspodcast.com slash tutorials. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next week.